Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. Sports. DP Sports Talk. All we talk sports. Sports Talk. All I know is sports. DP Sports Talk. Talk about some sports. Yeah. Sports Talk. All we know is sports. DP Sports Talk. All we talk is sports. Sports talk, all I know is sports, yeah, DT sports talk, yeah, go no we talk sweet. sports, touchdown every time I score, I'm in the zone like 2-3, hustle hard like Nipsey, bring the corners back, Jalen Ramsey, in the trees like a Jaguar, but I switch it up, I'm an Aries, I ram it, chillin' in the clouds with some angels I met in Los Angeles, run through it, I'm a tight end, Derrick Henry, yeah. I'll forever be legendary, rest in peace to Kobe, LeBron James, you can't coach me, bring life to the game like MJ, then I get bored like Capella, and transform it like Steph Curry, I'ma make a splash, go K, the K stands for play, started getting rings like Vince, so they gave the trophy my name, man I'm cold like Lambo, it get messy when I kick it like Ronaldo or Neymar, either you going home or going hard, this sports talk with DC. No sleep. Yo, 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 yo. It's your boy ESPN from the hood, a.k.a. LeVar Ball from Yachtstown, better known as Sports Talk DT. And we are live with another episode on IFM Sports Radio, and I'm live with the Detroit Finney basketball star alum. He is a candidate for the Pontiac City Council in District 1, Mr. Marcus Bowman, how are you, sir? I'm good, man. I'm good. Good to be here. Man, man, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule, man. I know it's crunch time for you. Man, I'm just so honored that you would take time out of your schedule to come on the show tonight, man, and just sit back and talk tonight. So we're going to get right into the interview, man. What was it like for you growing up as a kid in Detroit? Man, to be honest with you, it was rough. I mean, and when I first moved out of Detroit and um, came out and moved to Pontiac. I mean, I almost felt like a fish out of water because I was used to things being so different. But um, I was grateful and I was happy because growing up in Detroit, man, it was it was it was hard. The East Side is, is no joke, you know. And if anybody know about the 48205 area code, um, Seven and Gratiot area, that's a rough area. So you know. Um, Thank God I had basketball to fall back on, and a lot of people in the, the neighborhoods respected me for that, and they they showed love and supported me because I was trying to do something else um, outside of getting in trouble, you know. So that kind of helped. It pushed me along. I had good upbringing from my parents, and my parents always stayed on me. So you know, some of the stuff that I could have got involved with, you know, I kind of I, I missed that bullet because uh, of the, the energy that I had around me, but. Yeah, it wasn't no joke, man. It wasn't no joke. It was it was really hard, and you got to have a real thick skin, you know, when you grow up in certain environments like that. So it taught me a lot. And when I got out, you know, to Pontiac, as I was older, that matured me. And, you know, I can one thing I can say about Pontiac, Pontiac made me the person that I am today. It made me a man. It made me, you know, feel and think and look at life the way I do based on the things that I experienced out here. So, I'm, you know, I'm glad to say that I'm, I'm from both sides of the track. You know, I can't too many people say that. So, 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, so, Marcus, so tell me this. Talk about how Pontiac made you, uh, have helped you mature in a lot of different ways. So, just yeah, so let's just go there. How How is Pontiac different from Detroit as far as uh, the culture growing up, you know, in, in, in that uh, sense? Well, I think, you know, the, the business mentality in Pontiac is, um, drastically different from Detroit. You know, we, when I was growing up in Detroit, Detroit guys never really thought about owning businesses or, or being entrepreneurs, you know, it was either get a good job working for somebody or, um, you know, turn the, the street route. So, you know, it wasn't a lot of, a lot of options. If you couldn't play basketball, you couldn't rap. Like Big said, you wasn't, you wasn't making it out the neighborhood. So it really wasn't a lot of options. And I think when I got out to Pontiac, I found that there was always a, an option. There was always another way out. And just being able to be around some of the, the older and more mature um, people that I ran across that I was fortunate enough to, to be in and tap with when I was out here, um, when I first moved out here, they they pretty much told me, you can, you know, you can do anything you want to do if you put your mind to it. And it gave me a different perspective of life, seeing, you know, young black entrepreneurs making money, living in nice houses, you know, and me a young kid with my eyes open, like, man, I want to be like that one day. It drove me and pushed me to want to give my all and be the best I can in business and in life. And and, and what most important with my family. Awesome. Awesome. So Marcus, you're running for city council here in the city of Pontiac. Why uh, city council? Well, I think, you know, you got to start somewhere, and I think that's the best place for a person like me to start because it primarily uh, it's working with the community, um, it's dealing with fighting for the community's best interests, and that's something that, you know, I have, um, like, I have a deep desire to make sure that the community and the people they deserve from um, city government, from higher power of government, um, so I just, I think that's what drove me on top of the fact that, you know, living in the city and living and seeing and witnessing some of the things as well as experiencing some of the things that have primarily affected the community has affected me, my family, friends, associates is just disgusting to me. So I, I get tired of sitting on the sidelines talking about what we could do, and, and it's just time to shut up and stand up, and that's where I'm at. You know, I can't run from, from the problems. I got to run to them now. Absolutely. So, Marcus, I, I, I'm going I, I'm, I'm going to just get right into the, to the meat of the conversation. One of the biggest issues in the city of Pontiac is the, the question mark that's surrounding uh, youth recreation. You know, uh, the city of Pontiac elected, elected not to renew the lease at the current facility that is known as the Pontiac Youth Recreational Building. Um, they have um, open, uh, well, opened or announced a plan to um, build a building that was sponsored by the Boys and Girls Club. So what is your overall feeling towards the, you know, just Pontiac Youth uh, Recreation? Where do you fit in with all of this? How do how does Pontiac kids line up with uh, the city moving forward? Well, I mean, I agree we need a long-term fix. And when the millage was passed to approve that location, it was based on the temporary lease anyway. So 
um, which a lot of people don't know, that was the the initial um, plan going into getting Pyrex. And what people don't understand is we have to always have contingency. So I feel like as a contingency, we need to partner up with our school board because there's a lot of buildings that the school board owns. And with this influx of cash, we need to utilize that money to rebuild our community, and we need to utilize the businesses and the contractors that we have to rebuild our own community with them same funds so the money stays in-house. So um, you got, as far as in my district, you got Jefferson. Who knows what the um, situation is as far as who owns that property, but if it's owned by the school, then we take – a, a deal or work out some sort of deal with the school district to where we can at least lease that property or work in partnership with the school so we both can utilize that property to have a sustainable um, long-term spot for the children to go to. And as well as we can utilize the churches, we can utilize, um, you know, the schools that we have now, but it, funding is always the issue. So, I mean, we spent two point whatever million for to get the millage approved for Pyrex. And if you look yeah. at like places like Hayes Jones, which nobody never knows the actual number, but you know the word around the campfire is they selling that property for you know a, a few million. Well, word on the street is we're getting thirty seven million. So why couldn't we purchase properties of our own or like you know what they're talking about now? Finally, building. Um, long-term properties, but I feel like we have everything we need within to fix the problem. We just, we're not trying to utilize those resources for whatever reason, and that's, you know, my stance on why we need to speak up, why the community needs somebody that's willing to sit down and say, hey, whatever we need to do, we need to figure out what's going to be the best long-term fix. We can come up with contingency plans if that don't work, but we still need to shoot for the long term. What is your message to the voters in this election, uh, Mr. Bowman? Uh, my message to the voters is um, when you're voting and you're thinking about all the change that you want, be the change that you want. If you want a person that who's going to fight for you and who's not going to give you lip service or kick the can up the road, then vote for Marcus Bowman. And I'm not negating or, or putting out any other candidate but I'm standing on what I believe in and what I feel and what I'm willing to do and what I'm putting on the line for my city, my family, my loved ones, my friends, my name, because I want to see this city move forward. And I know I can't do it by myself. We have to do it together. So August 3rd, make sure y'all vote for the change that y'all are looking for. Once again, this, we are live on ISM Sports Radio, and this is your boy ESPN from the hood, a.k.a. LeVar Ball from Town. Better known as Sports Talk DT, and we are live with the Detroit Finney alum, Mr. Marcus Bowman. He is a candidate for the city council in the city of Pontiac for District 1. Mr. Marcus Bowman, so how do you propose that we go about the city of Pontiac uh, with merging with the school district? You know, that's been um, that's been a barrier that we have tried to break for so many years. So how, how do you propose that we get over that barrier? Well, I think what it is, we have to make it beneficial for both parties. Um, and at this point, you know, again, I don't want to speak prematurely, so we don't know how that exactly looks. But, you know, these are all people making deals. So if it's people making deals, then a deal can be made. Um, you know, 
putting legislation and insurance and policies and involving all that, that's all words of art that we can look through to figure out what loopholes that we need to work around so that we can make this deal and bring this deal together. But, again, I'm not a lawyer, so that's why the city has city lawyers, city clerks, and things of that nature to look at the verbiage in these these documents um, to explain it to people like myself, can explain it back to the people so the people can know what they're getting and what they're getting involved with. And to make this merger happen, that's how we do it. We bring the right people to the table, and we make it beneficial for both parties to win. And I think that's always been the downfall in certain big business in the city. It's it's always big business win and the city loses, you know. And I, I just I feel like that's unfair. So getting the right people at the table is the start, and making it beneficial for both sides is um, the solution to the problem. So, Mr. Marcus, you know, I, and, and we, me and you, we have had a, a lot of offline conversations, and you really, and you really want the voters to not elect you based upon that you come from a family of politicians, but you want your family, but you want the voters to elect you based upon you. Just speak a little bit upon that, that that you are you and you not trying to win an election based off your family's name. Exactly. I mean, to to be perfectly frank, I stand on my own two feet, and I always felt like that. That's how I was raised and how I was taught. So regardless of anything that my family has done, um, regardless of any success that my family has had from Detroit to across the country, Right now, I'm running this race because I'm committed, I'm dedicated. I've been in this fight for some years now. Like, you know, we talk offline. Um, I've been part of a lot of committees behind the scene to help bring the city of Pontiac together. Um, I've done a lot of volunteer coaching in the community, um, as, as well as I help get the millage pass for the children, so that way we can have some type of um, entertainment or something that they can do for the past couple years or the past four years. So basically I've been putting in the work and I don't plan on stopping the work. And when you look at a person, you want to vote for them based on knowing them. And I don't want anybody to vote for me based on my last name, based on anything outside of knowing me and knowing my stock and seeing the work that I'm putting in. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Hey, so, Mr. Marcus, so if, what w- would be your words to, and I don't want to call you a politician, but what would be your words for uh, an aspiring candidate? Um, keep pushing. Don't ever let nobody tell you you can't do anything. Um, do your best to focus on what you can focus on for yourself to make you stronger in the race and Try not to to listen to hearsay, but if it's something of substance, absorb it, take it in. Um, But also never be afraid of criticism or accepting criticism because that comes with the territory. But you always have to believe in yourself no matter what. Somebody going to tell you you can't do something. Somebody going to tell you that it may not come come to pass. Somebody going to tell you it may not be your time. And those things may actually be true. But that still don't believe mean that you need to stop believing in you. So never put your head down in the sand. 
Never run away. Stand up. Fight. Continue to fight for your community. Continue to fight for what you believe in and continue to push forward. Awesome, awesome. Hey, we got to pay some bills real quick, and we're going to go to my main man from Texas, Mr. Mo3. Let's go outside, and we're going to be right back more with Mr. Marcus Bowman on IFM Sports Radio. Let's go. Yo, 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 it's your boy ESPN from the hood, a.k.a. LeVar Ball from Yachtown, better known as Sports Talk DT. And we are back with, Mr. with more from Mr. Marcus Bowman. He is a candidate for the city of Pontiac City Council in District 1. Mr. Marcus, how are you, sir? I'm doing good. Doing real good. Awesome, man. awesome, awesome. Hey, <clears throat> So, so just talk to us about uh, this experience. How has this experience been for you? Um, it's been a nonstop grind, you know, and it kind of takes me back to the days where when I was playing basketball, we would do the two days and work out, and, you know, we would have to go to class and then tutoring afterwards, and then we had weight training, and then we had practice. You know, we did that every single day. Um, so the regiment reminds me of that type of grind, but the one constant thing that I, I love to adopt about what's going on right now and, and what I've been experiencing is I feel like, you know, it's, it's bringing me back to that place of outworking the opponent or working when the opponent is not working, um, almost like the mama mentality. I won't lose until I'm gone, yes, until I'm dead, until it's over. So yes, sir. You know, it, it's it's been a great a great great spirit experience for me. You know, I've never been the type of person to to run from hard work. So the work right. is not the problem. You know, it's just it's it's another part of the journey. You know, it's act two of my life, and you know, yes, I, I I can can say I've been real grateful for for being able to experience it up to this point. So how many candidates are good. there for District One? Um, there's actually with me there's uh five of us in total. So it's five in total and the top two move on to November to the general election. Is that correct? Correct. Awesome, awesome. So Marcus, man, I mean, just 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 talk to the people briefly about your work, you know, because I work with you on several different uh projects. You know, uh we did I believe in the past six years we did about two or three jam sessions. Yep. Um, you know that we, uh, you know that we put together, you know, voter registration drives that we served on together. You know, so I mean, so just talk to the people about you know you're not you you not being a stranger to hard work. You know, you didn't just pop up on the scene during the election time. You've been in the field working. So just let the voters know something. Oh yeah, I've definitely been in the field working. Um, you know, and not not just for the work that we done with the youth and the young people. You know, I've also um, done a lot of work in the community with the seniors as well too. At a lot of the multicultural events that was going on, I volunteered at the white party. Um, you know, and as well as the coaching for the children. You know, I also volunteer helping seniors with to your services. I help pass out food. So there's a lot of things that I've been doing um, to kind of contribute in my way, the best way that I possibly can to the community. But, you know, to me, I feel like if you haven't 
been seeing the work that's been done to a certain degree. Um, you know, I, I, I asked myself, where have you been, you know, in Pontiac? Because we have been yeah. putting in work, you know. We definitely have been putting in work. And, you know, I'm I'm glad to say that I've been a part of that journey and part of that experience. It all led me here um, to this day. I mean, last, I want to say, four to eight years has been a ride. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> you know. <laughs> It's been a journey, man. But you know, we you know, still here. We still fighting. We still going. And you know, I never stop until I breathe my last breath, fighting for the people. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, it's the Lord's. It is. A, it's the Lord's desire that that won't happen for for a very, very long time. You know. So, so, Mister Marcus, um, you know, your wife is um, the president of the school board, and you do a lot of you do a lot of work that's not even noticed you know, within the school district. So talk a little bit about your work that you do with uh, within the schools. Oh, well, you know, I, I pretty much I volunteer and help out with whatever she needs. Um, a lot of events that, you know, they, they put together for the school district, I you know, I definitely support them in any form or fashion. Um, and, you know, it's it – uh, sorry. Yeah, I definitely support them in every fashion and – you know, when it comes to the children, I'm pretty much always there. I think the last event, because COVID kind of froze a lot of things up, you know, that we were doing um, with the kids. So I think the last event that we put together was the small semi-prom that we had. So, you know, I chaperoned that. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm always there for the children. So the list is you so know, long that I can't even pick out one or two. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you was you was most recently one, uh, a very big uh, contributor to the overall success of the battle I seventy five, you know, which you um, attended, you know, and so just talk a little bit about that. How was the battle I seventy five for you? You know, for you to be, um, you know, a, a corporate sponsor of that event, you know, to help to help be a part of that vision come to pass. How was that for you? To uh, actually be there and be, you know, at that event. Oh man, it was great. I mean, it's always good to see, you know, the city of Pontiac coming out and supporting each other. You know, um, I've witnessed that happen, and I've seen, you know, seeds start and get planted. And you've been a big, big part of that in the community. You know, when it when it comes to being the voice of the street and bringing people together, so. You know, it was an honor. It was a pleasure for me to see it all come together um, and to support it. You know, that's that's a no-brainer. So, you know, that's that's for years to come as well, too. But um, I kind of miss the days where I used to be able to get out there and play, but that concrete is a little rough on me. So I can't, I can't go back that way no more. But, you know, hey, it, so, it, did, um, it did feel good. Hey, so, Mr. Marcus, we saw – one of Pontiac's very own Mr. Isaiah Jackson get drafted into the NBA last night by the Indiana Pacers. Now, what does that mean for the city of Pontiac moving forward, and how do you uh, how do you, how does that make you feel to feel to to know that someone that born and raised here in the city of Pontiac actually made it to the big dance? Oh well, you know, being a being a former basketball player, man, that's the ultimate goal. That's the ultimate dream outside of winning the NBA championship. If you if you got that drive, but every kid dream about getting drafted. Every kid dream about walking on that stage and hugging your mom and putting that hat on. 
So, you know, for him, I mean, I'm just proud of him. I'm glad that, you know, I'm glad he got a chance to take that walk. And, you know, for the city, I mean, it's it's just a, a prime example of what we can do and what type of talent we can produce. Um, I, I think it's more more jewels and more talent that we don't yet know about and haven't yet seen, but we still have to nurture them and we have to help them grow to get to that place. So Isaiah Thomas, uh, Jackson, I'm sorry, is not the first and he won't be the last of great, you know, um, great talent that we have in the city. Yes, yes. Hey, so I have a very, very special guest on the line. She wants to say hello. She is your very, 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 very lovely wife, Miss Kiyata Bowman. She is the president of the Bunny School Board, and she is live with Sports Talk DT. How are you, President Bowman? I am Vice President Kenyatta Bowman. Thank you oh, so Vice much. President, I appreciate it. Yes, yes, yes. Maybe I'll um, thank you all for having me. <laughs> <laughs> I I just wanted to say, hey, hon, you're doing a fantastic job in the community. I hope you keep it up, and I support you. Our family support you, and a, for a city council person, once you get in office, you know, I am would be proud to have you to represent me in our district. So thank you. You do a good job, and I hope you continue to keep up the good work in the community. Well, thank you. Awesome. Thank you, my dear. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And I thank you so much, Vice President Bowman, for the very, very kind words. You know, I may have a very, very special place in my heart for the Pontiac School District. I will argue anyone down to the ground about PSD. Yes, ma'am. So we thank you so much for calling in tonight. Thank you all for having me. I greatly appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you. Have a great night. You too. Hey, hey, hey! So, Marcus, man, we got about a few minutes left in the show tonight. Do you guys, uh, you want to give anybody a shout out? Any organizations? You know, your social media hashtags. Anybody want to contact you? How can I contact you? Go ahead and go ahead and give all of that information out. Um, if you want to contact me, the best way at this point is um, on my Facebook page, Marcus Bowman. Um, my number is public record, so, you know, 248-843-3172. I'll be not hiding from nobody. We're not running from nobody. So anybody want to call me and ask questions or you want to call me and, and put input on what you want for changing your city, let me know. I'd like to give a shout-out to DT, for starters, because you're doing a great, great, great work in the community, bro. Keep it up. Um, I'd like to give a shout-out to a few organizations, Pontiac United, um, I'd like to give a shout-out to all the precinct delegates that work for helping young candidates like myself understand how the process works and how you get involved in politics and, and you move forward as a candidate. Um, and I'd like to give a shout-out to, most important, the people, the city. You know, let's keep grinding. Let's keep growing. Let's keep organizing. You know, we can't get anywhere separated. We have to organize. And, you know, for the most part, my family, and I just want to thank everybody who's been supporting me. Hey, man, I thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to come on the show tonight, man. I am honored to to know you, man, and to not just know you as a person, man, to know you deeper than the person. Uh, you know, even the Bible says, man, what matter what matter of a man is this that you know when your love can go farther than that, man? And our families know each other. 
you know, that we just found out right. just recently a couple of days ago, you know. So right. our, our families are recently, our, our families were connected deeper than we actually knew, man. So, you know, you like my cousin Marcus now, like big brother Marcus, man. So, man, we wish Appreciate everything it. the best for you, man. Uh, anything we can do outside of uh, prayer or word or deed, man, just reach out to us, let us know. You already know no man, doubt. we can do anything we can for you, man, by way of radio or anything. We want to do what we can for you to really push you forward, man. So, hey, just one last thing, man. My producers are going to hold you on the line and get a voice bit from you, man, just so we can use uh, for the radio moving forward. Uh, it's going to okay. take like an uh, extra two or three minutes of your time, man. But Rolo, no do me a favor. Kick the theme song. Y'all have a good night.